0: welcome everybody to the x factor uh zero production value podcast well i won't say zero production value because uh we are auditioning new talent this week uh both the podcast the audition and said new talent are brought to you by our friends at bottom gun coffee uh john rennie why do you drink bottom gun coffee
1: why do i drink it to stay awake
0: Right, actually, ask me ask me why i drink bottom gun coffee
1: john coach brew why do you drink bottom gun coffee
0: because you don't put 87 in a ferrari
1: that's a good point yeah that's a good point no i drink it because i'm supporting their brand their company they're a bunch of uh ex-submarine officers or enlisted guys and uh they're um hey you know they they know coffee they spend You know, uh, months under the ocean, uh, stand and watch. And, uh, you know, I support them. I support what they're doing and they support this show. So it's a perfect synergy. Plus, I love coffee. So it's perfect.
0: BottomGunCoffee.com. Go there. um, Ask for the John Rennie special. Yes. And you'll get nothing and you'll like it. (laughs) John is drinking bourbon. I am drinking uh, the Nectar of the Gods. Free mail. Genesee Cream Ale from Rochester, New York.
1: Nice. That's good stuff. I'm drinking tonight, no free shout outs, but I'm drinking some Wilderness Trail, which was a Father's Day gift from my son. So Mm -hmm. I'm pretty happy with that.
0: So um, you haven't cut him off of the cell phone plan yet, I take it?
1: No, he's got a couple of months left.
0: So he could afford to buy you premium bourbon? Yes. Nice. Yes. So, for those of you who are wondering who our uh, new show producer is, yes. I'm going to let John introduce you to her. Uh, I, all I know is her first name is Megan. This is my first time meeting her. I see her screen name, and um, that's it. So, again, so, this is a, uh, a John Rennie recruit. Yeah, I, so... My recruit, um, no-showed for his freaking interview today at three. So like I Yeah. I'm probably never gonna hear the end of that from John. Uh we're supposed to have a zoom interview with this with this cat and he no showed. Yeah. So John, tell tell everyone about Megan and sort of what the audition is tonight.
1: Well, Megan's going to join us uh, here, and um, and she's—I think she's dialed in. I see her face on here, but I don't—I I don't know. She seems frozen, but um, she's uh, an English major from Northwestern University, uh, and she has also studied at the University of Chicago. She studied international relations. North, and she's Northwestern
0: Wildcats.
1: Yeah, she's not a tech to be expert.
0: confused with Cougars. She's not a <laughs> Cougar. She's no, a she's not.
1: Cat. No, no. She's, she's young. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, call her a cougar, what? but she has studied international relations. She's an expert at British relations. So um, as a matter of fact, that's her expertise. And so she speaks English. She speaks uh, English and British. The so, um, In-
0: Is it the King's English or the Queen's English? I forgot. Right now it's
1: the Queen's English because what? we have a queen or they have a queen. We have a president. We have a...
0: You know the thing
1: the thing yeah so megan's gonna join us as our guest producer as a trial run here and um we're excited and uh, if you're watching on youtube you can see uh that she is her picture's there i don't know megan are you there
0: she's there somewhere um she's there
1: somewhere she I mean, might i be, told
0: uh, her she was to have a non-speaking role in this podcast yes because we made the fatal mistake we made last time around was we gave uh He who shall remain nameless. Yes. A speaking role.
1: Yeah, that was a problem.
0: Which turned into a snoring role, which turned into a deleting role. So know your role and shut your hole.
1: That's great. You know that could be the you know Megan, if you're hearing this, that's probably a good um, a good good uh, rules to live by.
0: Yes. So coach from Coach Brew.
1: Yes, Coach Brew. What are we going to talk about today on the X Factor podcast? Surprise
0: topic for you today, Jr. What is it? Um, you know, like last show, I said we shouldn't, we should never uh, trample on a dead man's grave. Yes, I lied. Today we're <laughs> going to do X Factor show producers.
1: Yes, yes, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good to talk about those that are, are X-Factor, those show producers that um, have what it takes to make a great show. You know, yeah, behind
0: we every... Don't, we don't know firsthand yes. what an X-Factor show producer is from our show. Right. Uh, at least not yet.
1: No. No, Megan's going to blow our socks off here. Um, Excuse me? I don't know. She, what, yeah. what
0: did you just say?
1: I think she's going to blow our minds. Is that right? What, what's the expression I'm trying to say?
0: Blow. It's not what you said the first time.
1: Blow our socks off.
0: Is that like a euphemism for something? Is that code for like, you can't talk like that. Remember the can- last intern that we interviewed and <laughs> you asked her to try on that leather outfit, that skin tight leather outfit and she I called think HR?
1: It was a reasonable request. I don't understand why she got so upset about it.
0: Yeah. Um, and now our lawyers are talking to hers.
1: Right. But we've got good lawyers, so I'm, you know, you know, as I learned uh, in, in my life, you can't, um, you can't choose when somebody sues you, and and so it's unfortunate, but we'll work it out. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah. We have Trump's lawyers.
1: Yes, we do. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk Dude, about
0: lawyer that. you really want right about now is Bill Cosby's lawyer. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. What's up with that? I mean, he's just walks free. Like he's considered like the, the, the greatest. I think serial he prefers the
0: term he got off. Again.
1: Again. Yeah.
0: But this time everyone knows. Right. Yeah. So
1: Tiny. yeah, so we got a new we got a new episode. We're going to talk about um, X Factor show producers, people that have got the X Factor that are producing show. And you know, it's like you know that expression, you know, behind every great man is a great woman. That's the that's a typical expression. Of course, in in two thousand twenty one, we can say behind that
0: behind every man, John is a great woman, shaking her head, crossing her arms, yeah, rolling her eyes. I think that's yeah. the whole quote. That's the whole yeah. But you did think- it to make us look better. <laughs>
1: But I think behind every great show is a great show producer.
0: Which is, this is why our show has sucked until this point.
1: That is true. That is true. We we kind of we kind of suck um, in terms of getting you know keeping to an agenda, keeping to a schedule. Um, I never
0: said we kind of suck. I said this is why our show has sucked. Past yeah, tense. Exactly. But I think Megan's gonna turn it around. Megan, are you there? Hashtag addition by subtraction.
1: Yeah. I think she's there. Maybe she's on mute.
0: I think she left when you said she was going to blow our socks off.
1: Yeah, no, that's probably not the right talk expression. like
0: that. Yeah, I know. So yeah. anyway, X-Factor show producers, JR. Yeah,
1: I like this. I like this a lot. Um, and it's a little hard to, to do the research on it because a lot of times they're the behind the scenes making things happen. So I... You know, I do. Uh, you know, I chose somebody that that I know. It's because it's a podcast I listen to quite a bit. And do um, you want me to go first, or you want to go first? How do you want to? I was
0: going to go first because it was my idea.
1: Yeah. So go for it. I want. I want to hear your idea. So I, I, I chose. But but as before we get started, I'll just say that I chose someone that is from a show that is very la, popular. La la,
0: la 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 la. No 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 no. I know somebody
1: from a show that's very popular, and I think you did as well, from what I understand.
0: Um, yeah, I would say mine is a bit of a niche audience. Okay. Um, throughout its run, spanning four decades and multiple media. Oh, wow. This show has been home to a number of staff members and contributors. Yes. Uh, none who played quite as prominent a role perhaps, uh, and was as behind the scenes as Gary. I'll call him Gary for now. was the show's executive producer, and he was hired right out of college. He graduated from Adelphi University, not Adelphia, like the cable company, Adelphi in Garden City, New York, on Long Island, not in Long Island, on long island got it yeah and uh so you know how your person that you're choosing uh has a nickname yes the show host would call this person boy gary
1: oh i think i know who this is
0: and uh he was often mocked on the show for his appearance being very gullible um he once booked a mentally challenged woman who claimed to be Madonna's sister. And he would frequently mispronounce things like the, I mean, I, it's like, I just described the, uh, artist formerly known as our show producer, formerly known as the DFE who yes. will remain nameless. Right. Um, Mock for his appearance and gullibility. But this guy insisted that the actor, Nick Nolte, that his name was actually pronounced Nolt. He kept referring to him as Nick Nolt. <laughs> and uh, so he butchered that, and then he butchered uh, the name of the cartoon character, Baba Louie. He kept calling it Baba Booy. Oh. And that is uh, Howard Sh- Howard Stern's show producer, Gary Dell'Abate, aka Baba Booey.
1: So that's how he became Baba Booey. I had no yep. idea. I never I mean, heard that story before.
0: Like, I'm not a Howard Stern <laughs> listener, watcher, no. fan no. by any stretch, but there is no denying that Howard Stern uh, is the most stadium status radio show host of our lifetime.
1: Oh, big time. Yeah.
0: I mean, he started out with a niche, niche audience, interviewing porn stars and doing like, I mean, he practically did everything shy of like live sex shows with donkeys on air, you know, and I, it was very I, risque. I, he got pulled off of terrestrial radio, um, re-emerged.
1: As you talk about donkeys, I'm just a little worried about Megan. She still hasn't shown her face, and I'm just yeah. a little nervous. I, mean, I about
0: think you that. lost our our candidate well before I started talking about Howard Stern's show. But anyway, um, I mean, he had a very niche audience. Weird, weird stuff. He was not taken seriously, but people, it was like watching a train wreck in slow motion. You wanted to look away, but you couldn't. And there is some real production and uh, choreography, scripting. There has to be when you get your haters to tune in longer than your fans. Mm. And your haters are just tuning in to hear what you're going to say next that they could be offended by. Uh, But somewhere along the way, over those 40 years, he turned into Howard Stern one of the most skilled interviewers, if not the most skilled interviewer in media today. Now, granted, being a skilled interviewer in mainstream media today is not saying a lot. Yeah. You're just basically not driving forward, you know, a uh, one-sided narrative, whether it's right, right or wrong. <laughs> but, right. like, who, who books the guests? The show producer. Right. So somewhere along the line, like, he kept challenging Howard And bringing him different types of guests, very dynamic, eclectic uh, sort of guests on that show. And I think there's no question that that has helped shape Howard's success and kind of his metamorphosis from a uh, caterpillar to a butterfly, so to speak, uh, of talk radio.
1: Well, they got a really big deal. Like when they went to Sirius XM, they came off Terrestrial Radio and they that was the first real big deal like that that we saw. Um, I, in- I
0: was worried that would be worthless because he got paid in so much stock. Right. And that stock really wasn't like worth much. No one's buying satellite radio stock. but
1: Yeah. How, how much do you remember what that deal, how much that deal was?
0: I don't remember how much it was. I just know he is by far the highest paid uh, radio host
1: Mm. Megan, can you look that up? I don't think she's there. She's dialed in.
0: I I think the screen just froze, John. Looks like we're producing another show by ourselves.
1: It looks that way. Yes, sir. Yes, go
0: Problem if we'd have gone with, uh, oh, I don't know, San Diego State cheerleader that I recommended.
1: Yeah, but she's not available now. I know. We, should, we, we missed the opportunity. What would you say that Baba Boo's, um strengths are? Like what makes him the X Factor?
0: Um, so here you go. Stern, as of 2020, was making uh, $90 million a year off his show.
1: Dang. That's almost as much as the CEO of Peak Demand.
0: Yeah, almost, almost. almost. And he just uh, opted to renew and do a five-year deal with SiriusXM last year. So he's got four years and change on his current deal. Wow, wow. Yeah, and uh, he is the world's highest paid talk show host. Uh, According to Celebrity Net Worth, he is worth $650 million. Oh, wow. Only six hundred and fifty million dollars.
1: What's interesting is I did I looked up what the net worth of the producer I looked at, um, and I was surprised at how low it was compared to the host. Do you have any idea uh, how much Baba Bui's net worth is? I wonder.
0: I can look. If it we had up. a show producer. Megan, I can won't.
1: look that up. But uh, Megan, oh, nice nice picture of Megan. I have to say, Megan.
0: Uh, he's worth is uh, he a net worth of fourteen million.
1: So, and as a show producer, he's apparently a net
0: worth- he's kind of pissed away a lot of his money because his annual salary is four million dollars a year. But he so only different. and he's been doing this for how long? And he only has fourteen million dollars in the bank.
1: He's had a good life. He has a lot of experiences, a lot of good experiences. I bet he <laughs> not, does. A lot, not a lot of money to show for it. So. Wow. So Howard Stern is still on. I mean, I don't. I don't have XM Sirius. I don't. Um, yeah. yeah. So he's still on, and he's still he still running shows, huh?
0: Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything is a shelf life. I'm amazed his shelf life has been over forty years.
1: That's crazy. You
0: know. And John. Yeah. I know you had a. Um, Almost a uh, father-son like bond. Yes. Was our last show producer. Yes. And I do know that, like, if you stopped short, the kid would disappear. We know that. Yes. Uh, you gave him a job. Yes. At peak demand. Yes. And uh, I mean, it was probably about four million dollars a year, much Close like. Close to it. Um, and the kid Wait. still doesn't know how to drive a forklift correctly.
1: No, he doesn't. He's but, working. So, oh.
0: you know, given your uh, affinity for him and this obvious bias, I mean, I can see the pain in your eyes that, that we had to let him go.
1: Well, it's a bit the sad. Eyes
0: the windows to the soul, JR, and I can see you're in pain.
1: I am a bit in pain, but I think I'm excited about Megan. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Someone's trying to add, join our group here. Hold on one second. Oh, really? This is weird. Um, Harry,
0: yeah, Megan's calling back in, and her screen froze. And
1: oh, that's it. Oh, wait, who's this? Hello, who? Who's uh, this?
0: Hey, uh, I'm here for my interview. Uh, excuse me. My interview. You guys said uh, interview. Bro, you even lift, bro? What do you mean? You were supposed to be on uh for an interview, a Zoom interview at three o'clock, young man. Yeah, y'all said specific time, right? I said a very specific time. Yes,
1: but it's not even. It's like nine o'clock at night.
0: Did he say specific time? I think, I think time. he did.
1: Yeah, no, we're we're good. We're good. Um,
0: y'all don't need that new producer.
1: No. Well, I don't believe
0: know. in nepotism here.
1: <laughs> well, wait a second. Megan's not speaking, so maybe we do need. But,
0: you know, nepotism uh, goes against the bylaws of the corporation
1: oh yeah that's true you've
0: already had one very biased hire i tried to basically yeah. zachary um you're not a san diego state cheerleader oh. so I, I don't know that you meet the qualifications for uh, show producer here
1: well sorry i couldn't be what you guys were looking for
0: um me too. I'm very sorry as well. It hurts. It's good. It, it's good to meet you. It cuts yeah, like a knife. I felt every serrated edge of this zoom. Uh, what do you call these when they they people zoom in and zoom out? Aren't supposed to be here.
1: It's like a I don't know. Well, um, hey, good like to meet you. We're, we're going to move forward with Megan. So thank you for joining. Thank yeah, you for uh, calling in a six hours late. Uh, best of luck with the pod, guys. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. That was weird. He's uh, only six hours late. Was that that was your pick? Wasn't
0: it? I don't know. No. I'm not. I'm not taking credit, nor am I taking the blame for that one.
1: Well, I I wanted Megan, but she. I bet you did. I heard she's only into, um, you know, British guys. So,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's kind of a hairy situation here. Let's move forward. Um, Let's
1: move forward. So, I want to talk about my show producer uh, that I picked and uh, very similar to yours. um, I picked someone who's a producer at a very large show. And in this case, I chose the Joe Rogan. Next
0: Factor podcast?
1: The X Factor podcast, yes, uh, with Megan, our show producer, who's not saying anything. Um, but no, I took I took the X fact I took uh, <laughs> the X Factor I took the Joe Rogan Experience, which is the number one podcast right now in America. Uh, just moved over to Spotify with $100 contract, a hundred million dollar contract. Very popular podcast. Probably, I would say right now it's the it's the voice of America. Right? I think I think um, what do you call it? What Late Does night- that make us? We are the voice of of uh, Maine or North Carolina. I don't know.
0: We're not the voice not of America. man and the sheep are nervous.
1: That's it. Exactly. The
0: voice of North Carolina. Yes.
1: So I chose the producer of the Joe Rogan Experience, a guy by the name of Jamie Vernon. He is a uh, he's been the producer of the show since 2013. So not quite four decades, but for quite a long time. Um, He actually
0: knows how to Google things. I've watched that show.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing that I think that he's got the X factor. So you know, he's he's the producer. He's also a photographer. He's a PC gamer. He's into gaming. He has a Twitch. He's a Twitch streamer. What that doesn't
0: snore into the microphone.
1: No, he doesn't. No, not at all. Um, And he's.
0: Does he look in a blue dress?
1: I don't know. I haven't haven't seen that, but I think that makes him, uh, 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 yeah. If he was good in a blue dress, he'd be a great intern, but he's only only 37 years old and he's known as young Jamie. So he's young Jamie on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast. He's also known as fingers because he's so fast at looking things up. Okay. I think right, Megan. She's not there. So, um, and he, and she is, uh, he is synonymous with the phrase Joe Rogan's catchphrase. Hey, Jamie, will you pull that shit up? That's that's what he has to do. And, uh, you know, he's got his own website. It's youngjamey.com. He sells t-shirts. He promotes his photography business, but he's considered the brains behind the Joe Rogan podcast. And if you've ever listened to Joe Rogan, it is the most random discussion of items that you've ever seen in your life. So it'll go from one minute. He's talking UFOs. Next thing is DMT trips. Next thing it's it's uh, some political figure or some news event. And Jamie has this amazing ability to just bring things up. Whatever Joe's talking about at the moment, he almost anticipates what Joe is going to talk about. And he brings that up on their common um, screen uh, network. So he is a master of Google and he is a uh, he is amazing. He can bring up almost anything that is even thinking of. And he almost anticipates what Joe's going to say. And he'll look that up and bring it up. And, uh, if you've ever listened to any show it, you know, Joe, Joe is going from topic to topic and he's constantly saying, bring that up, Jamie, 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 find that picture of that, that ape with the large balls. Hey, find that picture of that. Yeah. Those, that, that, that lion that beat up that, I mean, just random thoughts coming out of Joe and he is just nailing it. Jamie is looking this stuff up. He's finding it. And he's nailing it. And um, he's literally the tech whiz on the show. He's you know, he he arranges, he makes sure all the all the audio is working good, all the video is working good, but then he is single-handed, one-handing, he's looking up things on Google and he's finding information. And uh his biggest achievement to date, and he, he even says this is when Alex Jones came on the show, and between Alex Jones and Joe Rogan asking for fact for Yeah, fact checking. It it is it just constantly back and forth. I actually listened to that episode, and poor Jamie was going back and forth looking up stuff. Is that the one right
0: before the election with Tim Dillon and uh, Yes, with Tim Dillon,
2: Dillon, Dillon, uh, Alex Jones. And
0: like every five minutes, Joe's like, "Stop talking, Alex." Jamie fact check that. Stop talking, Alex. Jamie fact check that. That was great.
1: Oh, absolutely. And what's what's really what makes Jamie the X Factor? Number one is his ability to find Amish. He's not Amish. That's he's true. He's not gullible. He's not gullible. He doesn't yawn. He doesn't he does what He's told. He does what he's told.
0: He doesn't delete episodes.
1: Correct. But number one, number one, he looks up things fast. And number two, he keeps his mouth shut. Yes. So let me tell you about keeping his Megan, mouth shut. Megan,
0: if you're still with us, you're halfway yeah. there.
1: She's keeping her mouth shut. She
0: kept your mouth shut the whole time.
1: She's even there.
0: You haven't looked a damn thing up. Well, we haven't asked her to look a damn thing no. up, have we?
1: No. Maggie, can you hear us? Or <laughs> It's kind of embarrassing. I thought she'd be more active. But anyways, so this is interesting about, about uh, Jamie's origin story. So Joe Rogan started his podcast years before 2009, and Brian Redband was actually the producer of the show when they yep. got started. And... Um, so Joe wanted to start increasing the number of shows per week. Well, well, Redman said, "There's no way I can keep up. There's no way I can do that." And um, and the other thing is that that uh, Joe got upset is that Brian kept going off on tangents. He start, he started asking questions or, "Did you ever think about this?" or "What about this?" or just random things that would throw off the course of the podcast. And Joe you got really like frustrated. You? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. so joe got so frustrated that he actually brought jamie in at in 2013 to to be a a true producer and the fact that joe was uh that jamie was an audio engineer by training that he kept his mouth shut he was really fast at getting stuff up it, it drastically improved the show and, and really i would argue it led to the show's growth after 2009 and of course uh, last year being uh, moved over to spotify radio with a hundred million dollar contract uh, for Spotify, so um, you know. So I, I look at you know when I'm looking at an X Factor producer, I'm looking at Jamie Vernon, young Jamie, and he's a guy that uh, he's fast and he's quiet and he gets things done. By the way, he's. You know speaks-
0: find ironic, John. What's that? I'm looking at your Twitter feed while yeah. you're bumping your gums there, and uh, in between sips of your uh, your bourbon,
1: good stuff
0: uh at 8 49 p.m so six minutes ago yes at john s rennie if you'd care to follow him folks tweeted your company's culture is only as good as your new employee training so basically this is like you admitting where yes. you have failed me on this podcast because hundred percent training with uh the artist formerly known as the dfe was uh, virtually non-existent yes and um that's not that does not rest squarely on these shoulders these broad shoulders that rests squarely on yours because how you do anything john s randy is how you do everything
1: everything i've heard this before Coach.
0: yes and yes apparently your new employee training of how to drive a forklift and pick things up is uh, somewhat lacking at peak demand too because the kid didn't know how to drive a forklift and you had him driving a forklift. So uh, I don't think that was very good for either of these companies cultures, John.
1: Uh, I I tend to agree. But in my defense, in my defense, I have never hired a podcast show producer before. The the uh, The Deep Leadership podcast, my other podcast, is done entirely by me. So I'm the i'm the i'm the host i'm the producer the i am the, what
0: you're the glue
1: i am the glue that holds it <laughs> there's nothing else i'm the glue i'm the nail Can i'm asking the...
0: you this you ever hire a forklift driver before
1: yes actually
0: and what was like part of the uh credentials to be able to obtain said job
1: you have to be forklift certified yeah
0: okay
1: Young Parker was not uh, forklift certified.
0: Don't ever utter his name into your microphone in my <laughs> presence ever again.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, um, the artist. Hey, it's like the, the
0: pimple priest. on your ass. You just can't reach.
1: I'm going to let that go.
0: Right, Megan? What? I said, right, Megan? I don't know I that thought I, I had the perfect
1: with me. I know I thought I had the perfect producer she had done podcasts before she was a college graduate she was um
0: a cougar I, I mean a wildcat
1: yeah wildcat I mean super certainly plenty better to look at than than Parker but or I'm sorry the the artist formerly known as the DFE but uh anyway she didn't Megan are you there
0: so basically, what we're saying is we are still taking resumes. You can email us at um, the X Factor Podcast at gmail.com. Don't send us a resume, actually. Send us a uh, video about a video. why you want the job and why you'd be good at it. And make it short. Please. Like my fuse, like my patience with show producers. Very short. 30 seconds to a minute would be ideal.
1: Yeah. And again, going back to Jamie, he, he only talks 2% of every episode and each episode is about three hours and he only speaks 2% of the time. So you that's the
0: way- it... bothered to look up that statistic?
1: I, I'm an engineer, coach. What you're
0: can a, I- You're an engineer who clearly has way too much free time in his hands and should be teaching employees how to become forklift certified in that free yeah. time.
1: By the way, I see something moving in on Megan's screen.
0: What is that? I don't know. What? Maybe she is still here. Megan. Oh boy.
1: Hey, look who it is! Wait, it's the VFE. He's back.
2: It's alive. What are you doing?
1: Parker's back, Coach Brew. He's always been here. He never left.
2: Wow,
0: this uh, I feel like this is like an episode of Punked with Ashton Kutcher, and we've been punked, Jr.
1: I think so. Parker, how you doing? Doing
0: good.
2: We thought you got canceled. Oh no, I'm still canceled. Uh, But in 2021, shout out Sarah Swenson. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. But in 2021, I've I've chosen to uh, remove my cancellation. Uh, you're identifying as uncancelled? Yeah. I'm identifying as not canceled parker. So wow. So yeah, Parker's change back. Your Twitter handle to at not canceled Parker. I will do that. Or at still the DFE. Not Not the DFE.
1: Oh, well, no, you still not
2: the deleter of fucking everything. When did you become not the deleter? Yeah, so I'm not not. You're not not the deleter. We'll just we'll get yeah we'll go with that.
0: This is
1: a great episode. Please don't delete it, Parker. This has been wonderful. I mean, I'm I'm kind of sad that Megan's not here. Um, but. We're glad to have you back. We missed you. I know Coach Brew missed you.
0: Oh, yeah. You are just the, uh, you're the Markle of my eye, Parker.
1: Yeah. Well, Megan was too busy working on hairy things. I guess she never showed.
2: So um, we were just not talking about you. I heard that uh, Megan actually. Really likes ginger ale. Ginger, yeah, ale. ginger ale. Ah, yeah. But she also did tell me that uh, you guys were talking about, me so I made sure to come back.
0: I see. I was talking about X Factor show producer. Me, Baba Booey,
1: and Young Jamie. But hear me out, Coach Brew. There's a there could be a time when Young Parker becomes. Famous as a X Factor producer, he can become Young Parker.
2: I bet but Young you know Jamie's. What Jamie Jamie
1: What's that?
0: On his website? What's that? He has his own merch.
1: He does have his own merch.
0: Yeah, he has a uh, Run DMC style Young Jamie t shirt. Yes. Who were we trying to get to set up a merch store?
1: I think that was Young Parker.
0: And who is going to reap? Uh, who is going to reap all of the profits of said merch store?
1: Young Parker, hundred percent. And once again, it's not done.
0: Retribution but... doesn't motivate him. Uh, threatening <laughs> his life doesn't motivate him. Money doesn't motivate him. What What is it going to take for you to uh, fix the errors in your ways, straighten up? and fly right what would what would motivate you dfe
2: i think making an impact maybe what making an impact i feel like i'd have failed you mean like when you run head first into a brick wall yeah 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 that kind of impact but no i definitely have failed the the show for sure i could do better a hundred percent uh and
0: you can do fifty percent better in one area. What's that? Um,
2: delivering bourbon.
0: Yeah,
1: he was fifty percent complete.
2: Yep. Until the the message like came being up. Can't half like, pregnant. You can't can't operate that way. Until the message came up on my screen that said I can't ship to you, <laughs> or can't ship to uh, Maine
1: but you can't give up. I mean like like the great show producers, the X Factor show producers never give up. They don't Very take marker. no for an answer. You know, Baba Bowie when he when he was failing as uh as a show producer 40 years ago, he figured it out. Now that same thing with Young Jamie. Young Jamie figured it out. Young Parker needs to figure it out. <laughs> so we're going to give you, you no, know, we're excited to have you back. We're excited to give you another chance. Um, when you
0: say we, who are you referring to? We <laughs> Okay. Let's go from we to me.
1: Coach, I got bourbon out of the deal.
0: So, Parker, um, secret time. Okay. When you gave your daddy, I mean, John, that bottle of Weller, Antique Weller, is that it, John?
1: Antique 107 Weller. Yes, my favorite.
0: Um, Before that, I had purchased for you a very nice bottle of angels envy and i had packaged it up and i was gonna send it to you and when Mm -hmm. i found out you only bought a bottle of bourbon for one half of uh, the podcast hosts you know what i did with that bottle of angels envy i drank it myself (laughs) i might still send you the empty bottle
2: Actually, please do. That would be kind of cool. Actually? Okay.
1: He actually is back. Coach Brewer, are back. We got actually. We're good.
0: Uh, I, uh, I feel bad for our P1 listeners for two reasons. Number one, this show is going to air late compared to when it's usually supposed to air. Number two, um, We've taken them on a bit of an emotional roller coaster the last two weeks. You know, they arranged a going away party for Parker. Yes. And, and didn't invite him. And it was a hell of a party. It was fun. It was a blast. I'm still hungover from it. It was last week. Yeah. Um, and they showered us with gifts, both of us. Hmm. But uh, this, so like, it's been an emotional roller coaster for them. And this is going to be a letdown when they find out. On this episode, that apparently it's back, uh, and it's, then the third—the third one, the third piece. Even though I said there are only two, there's actually three. Is um, now they have to put up with him for future episodes. Yes. So I feel like um, I feel like Parker has a moral and ethical obligation to do something for our listeners. Yes. I'm not sure what that is. This is kind of like when you have kids and you're very disappointed in them. You've grounded them. You've given them timeouts. You've taken away their allowance. You're at wit's end. You then put it upon them and you say, listen, your mother and and, and I are very, and you're the the mommy, John. Your mother and I are very (laughs) upset with you, Parker. You've disappointed us yet again You've been disciplined several different times, several different ways, and we just don't know anymore what it's going to take to get through to you, son. We just don't know. So it's going to be incumbent upon you to choose your own punishment. Choose very carefully a punishment that is appropriate for your behavior. Mankini. That would do it. So don't answer right away because then it's a knee-jerk reaction and it's (laughs) not uh, thoughtful. You know, impulsive decisions are usually bad decisions, son. So, you know, we're...
1: But as as I understand it, uh, young Parker, you're heading to the beach tomorrow and um, might might be a good, um, yeah. So as you're driving to the beach, you need to be thinking about what you could do to apologize to our p1 listeners and to step up i think the mankini is a good way to go let's uh, that would be in honoring your uh, the p1 listeners but um yeah so you've got a ride to the beach tomorrow you can think about that and uh, what can you do to to, to, to apologize
0: is gabby going with you yes for those of you who don't know gabby's his girlfriend who really digs me um i think uh, a good start and this is just the tip of the iceberg this is just a start would be if you put on her bikini on you you wore her bikini and shot an apology video on a crowded beach to our p1 listeners
1: i think that would help
0: to to our p2s and our p3s for that matter
1: oh yeah because,
0: because your conduct on this show is probably what prevented P3s from becoming P2s and P2s from becoming P1s. Let's yeah. be honest. Let's be real here.
1: I think that would work. I it's think good I think start. that would
0: that it's
2: would a good be start. Would...
1: Yes, Coach Brew. I think that's a good. We're,
2: we're, we're getting good we're, suggestion. Uh, we, uh, we'll 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 get there. We'll, we'll get there with maybe. Maybe a video. I think, I think I think I think I'm going to put in the video. As a
1: minimum, days. there needs to be a speedo purchased and um, uh, 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 the bikini or mankini. Or she
2: could, like he could just wear
0: the bottoms of her bikini.
1: Correct. Yeah, that's and then fine.
0: Put like a couple band aids over his nips.
1: Yeah, there you go. A couple of pieces of black, uh, black electrical tape. Yep. Yeah, that'll work. I'm okay with that.
0: I mean, I could We're wear like a
2: leather, that. a leather get up.
0: And then we would put that on the uh, OnlyFans.
1: That would be wilder, for really sure. That would be wilder. But... Um, I, I
0: think that's in your DNA to do that.
1: I think it is. Little little barbed wire and leather
0: uh, it's outfit. It's a distant cousin to a mankini. Yeah. They're cousins.
1: It's insidious.
0: I think you meant incestuous. Or insidious?
1: Insidious. That's the incestuous,
0: word. Incestuous, insidious... What's insidious. Insidious. isn't that like like plants or, or, or it is it's with
1: plants it's something that's local to the region insidious yeah but
0: <sighs>
1: well, we're looking forward to it you've got the weekend uh parker to uh come up with some sort of a video apologizing uh to the crowd you'll be at the beach perfect environment in a crowded beach to be wearing a bikini and uh giving us an apology video. I think it'll be fun. And I,
0: I think we're going to put it out there to uh, all our listeners on social media How um, what would be the best uh, retribution for Parker. How could he, how even, can he begin, apologize? even begin to start rebuilding their trust and repairing the physical and emotional damage? And let's be honest, you've traumatized a lot of people on this show.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Namely, Megan
1: I mean poor Megan
0: he's sitting on her lap I like you're awkward. sitting on her lap
1: I've not I haven't figured that out quite yet uh, but poor poor Megan I mean um she's probably sitting back somewhere drinking ginger ale but
2: she just she, she turned her mic off ginger ale she turned her mic off
0: and said Parker have a seat on my lap we'll talk about the first thing that pops up Well, uh This episode of the X Factor Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Bottom Gun Coffee. Follow them on social media at Bottom Gun Coffee, and you can go to their website, bottomguncoffee.com. It is yes. a company by uh naval seamen. Oh, they hate that word. Submariners. No, like semen. Submariners. Submariner. Submariners, not naval seamen. That's naval seamen is something totally, totally different. I
1: understand. Yes, hundred percent totally
0: different. And um ask for the john rennie special when you go to yes. bottomguncoffee.com. yes to get your, your we get your ehab's revenge code for zero percent off and um why drink bottom gun coffee because you're all you all are um if you're not a sports car or a race car you're probably a muscle car like john right. rennie is a muscle car right yeah, he's like a Chevy Chevelle, 1968 Chevy Chevelle super sport. And you don't put 87 in a high performance vehicle. You're a high performance vehicle. Treat yourself to some high octane fuel every day by drinking bottom gun coffee like we do.
1: Yep. You'll be you'll thank us later.
0: How's that for a segue out of an awkward comment? Perfect. Good. So if you're not a P1, uh, we totally get it. It's Parker's fault. And we don't blame you in the slightest. Um, Do us a favor. Don't don't like humor us. Wait until Parker uh, makes a a just and righteous apology, and then choose to become a P1. Uh, like us, follow us on all our socials, push all the buttons, jingle our bells and things uh, and uh, tell everyone you know how fun, entertaining and uh, whip smart yep. this podcast and its hosts, not so much the producer, but its hosts are um, speaking to producers if you'd like to audition to become producer of this <laughs> show I mean basically we're running a temp agency right now as it comes to show producers if I sure. have my way Um, You can email us, thexfactorpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a 30-second to 60-second video about why you want the job, why you'd be better at it than the mannequin that we have wearing a headset uh, in the bottom square of our YouTube video right here. And uh, maybe the job will be yours. Could be.
1: Well, that's it. That's it for the X Factor podcast. Uh, again, subscribe, share, let people know about our podcast, become a P1 listener and um, you will.
0: don't, no, don't, don't become a P1 listener yet. Not yet. Wait till the apology. Damage radio. control. We owe you something. Right. After we that. Repair the relationship. Well, our producer needs to repair the relationship.
1: Once that's done, join us.
0: We should hire like a counseling service to help them. Betterhelp.com. Isn't that that online counseling service? They could be our sponsor. No free shout outs, but (laughs) betterhelp.com. Yes. You should give us a promo code because our producer, um, besides needing a lot of, uh, he needs to unpack a lot of childhood trauma from being, uh, growing up in the Amish community. Besides that, he himself, because trauma is generational, so is abuse. Um, he has damaged and harmed our listeners and they probably need counseling as well. So if you could help us out with that, that'd be fabulous. That'd be great. We don't have that many listeners, so probably wouldn't even cost you all that much. Betterhelp.com. Do it. Right, John? Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So like the show is over already. If you're still listening, you're just listening to us basically talking to ourselves at this point. Um, I'm sorry that, uh, you're still here I wasn't talking to the listeners I was talking to you Parker I'm sorry you're still here (laughs) and um yeah that's it have a great day everyone I miss you
2: I miss you